Parents, QLEs, and TSP on today's Venobabble. Welcome to Fendababble, everyone. I'm Kevin Jones, and we try to make your federal retirement benefits understandable for humans. It's hard, but we do. Yes. And I'm Cassie Knight. We take your questions um, from viewers and listeners like yourself at, uh, who submit them at fendababble.com and also from Kevin's workshops and webinars that he does uh, with the Fed Pilot Program. And we just try and make them understandable for you and answer them the best we can on, yeah. on the show here. So let's jump into it. Kevin, what's the first question? Do you have any recommendations for long-term care programs for, for care for an employee's parents beyond or instead of the federal long-term care? So I think basically what it says okay. overall is that we know that the within the federal long-term care insurance program, it's not just the federal employees who can be covered. It can be um, the spouse, adult children, and parents, parents-in-law, step-parents, even same-sex domestic partners can be covered under the federal long-term care program. So they're asking, can my parents, can the employee's parents, uh, actually what they're asking are is instead of the long-term care program, are there other programs that can cover my parents instead of me covering my parents through this? Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, the federal long-term care insurance program, I don't think people realize that it's actually a John Hancock product. Right. Um, it's just kind of wrapped in a government wrapper with a fancy name, but... <laughs> The provider is actually a private insurance um, group like John Hancock. And so uh, I would definitely say do your due diligence and go out and talk to somebody, whether you have a financial planner um, or, or not, you know, an insurance professional. Um, if you don't have someone, let us know. We can definitely get you to one of our trust advisors in our, or one of our advisors in our trusted network and we'll be able to. Um, they'll be able to answer that for you. But I would definitely say that even if you uh, are considering the federal long-term care program, that you should still get quotes from other companies because that doesn't, um, just because it's the federal long-term care insurance program doesn't mean that you can't uh, look elsewhere for a better premium. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it a little bit deeper here. Mm -hmm. With the federal long-term care, when someone gets their parents on, it isn't like healthcare where, hey, I can just throw my kids on, you know, and get a family or a self plus one. It is a separate policy for that parent in this case, in the federal right. long-term care. So they have to go through their own health check. They have to pay for it themselves but they get it through you. Well, I'll say through you. No, I'll say because of you through the right. federal long-term care insurance program. So if you can get it through that, then you should be able to get it through an outside one as well. But then here's another issue that comes up. We just keep adding issues on top of issues here is that there are honestly only about five 
of those companies left that provide traditional long-term care policies. They've all gone, they've all stopped. Well, I don't want to say all, obviously, but all but a few have stopped giving out long-term care insurance uh, insurance overall because it's not nearly as profitable as it was. In fact, right. you mentioned John Hancock. John Hancock doesn't even provide long-term care for anyone outside of the federal government. So that's right. Yeah. And you have to think about, um, you know, if this person is looking at it for their parents, how insurable they are. Right. Because with traditional long-term care policies, it's a lot like um, life insurance where you have to qualify medically for that. And there are certain things that, um, you know, will disqualify you for a type of program like this. And there may be other option there. If they have other assets, um, you know, there can be living benefits and things like that that might be more beneficial for them than a traditional long-term policy and make that money stretch a little bit than just simply long-term care. Yep, exactly. So again, a lot, a lot there to think about when it comes to one simple question. <laughs> At least, uh, you know, <laughs> it should be a pretty simple answer, but it's not. You can dive, you know, you dive down a little bit deeper and it's a little bit more complicated. Okay, next question. Can you change your Fegley Absolutely. at any time or just a life event? What do you think? So, uh, well, I know the answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, this... It's strictly a life event, but also during rare open seasons, do they allow people to do this as well? Right. Um, I think in the past 10 years, though, that there's only been one open season, so they're not consistent. Mm. It's not something where they, like FEHB open season, where they do it on an annual basis or, you know, any sort of consistent basis at all. Um, and even when there was the open season, I think there was a lot of confusion about how that worked because your coverage didn't go in place right away. Um, so... To answer this question, you can change your Fegley or you can increase your Fegley at any time. Yeah. Okay. Let, I'm sorry. You can increase your Fegley during a life event. Okay. You cannot increase your Fegley at any time. I said that wrong. <laughs> but you can decrease it at any time. So if you're looking to get rid of coverage, you can do that at any point of your career or retirement. Right. And that's, that's, I'm, I'm glad you pointed out because that was the one thing I wanted to make sure we understood is change could be add to, uh, or it could be take away. So you can take away at any time, but you can't add to, nor can you increase. So if you're at, let's say option B and you are at one times your salary, you cannot increase that at, or to five times your salary. Uh, right. besides a life event. Now, there is one other way that you can increase it, and that is if you go get a health check, if you go specifically qualify for it at that point. Here's the thing, though, that also converts it from the federal group life insurance program into your own private program mm. with MetLife. Okay, so it converts it from the regular five-year term, which is what they have with Fegley, 
to a permanent policy because now they've qualified medically and now they're insured with MetLife directly um, through a conversion. Okay. I don't know if MetLife is going to be the best for you. There's a. They, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's definitely a whole lot more on that part that we can get into. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's just interesting that one again, one step leads to another leads to another complication leads to, oh, my goodness. OK, well, OK, well, then it changes. Well, how does that work? And then you just keep going. So I think if a federal employee. When that that when they start their federal service and they get Fegley and they get life or health insurance and they start their TSP and they don't change anything in any of those and they don't change agencies and they don't do anything, <laughs> they're still not gonna do very well <laughs> overall because you want to change things up, right? You want to say, oh, I need to change my health insurance and I need to do this with my TSP. Things have to change and if Someone just goes in and says, this is what it is. And they just keep their fegly the way it is. And then, oh my goodness, now I have children and you know what? Maybe I need to change something. And it it gets, it any at any time it starts getting complicated like that. Yeah, I mean, you need to make sure that these benefits are changing with you and your lifestyle, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, what a single person at 20 needs to have is a lot different than even a single person at age 50. Yep. Right. And of course, if you throw marriage in there and children and divorces and all of these different factors into a life of a person, then, you know, obviously that that needs to change your your benefits, too. And you want to make sure that you're keeping up uh, not only to keep the, the best rates, but just to make sure that these are the most advantageous um, for you and your family, right. uh, you know, and and maybe Fagley isn't a good fit for you, or maybe part of Fagley is a good fit, but now you need other health insurance on the outside because of the limitations that are with Fagley. Yeah. Um, you Go know, if, if you have any questions about life insurance or Fagley, let us know. We will get you in touch with one of our advisors in our trusted network who can help you answer those questions specifically to your unique needs. Yep, and they're not going to sales pitch you. They're going to just nope. give you the facts. They're, they're going to give you the options. And that's, and again, we, in, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about this, but you mentioned um, that things change throughout your life. And so you've got to make sure that you're doing it right for that stage of your life, which again, you gotta, you gotta talk to someone who for that stage of your life, you're making sure that you're doing it right so that it sets you up for retirement in the future. So I'll just yeah, put it in there. Yeah, you've got to understand these benefits too. I mean, uh, yep. before you even get into, you know, whether or not I should have vaguely, you've got to take a look at what you have yeah. and find out, you know, do I have enough? If I over-insuring myself, um, what does that look like? And what does that do, the premiums in the future and all of those different factors. And, uh, you know, that's what I love about the folks that we have in our network is they, they get that report and they start from where you are now. They look at those numbers and then they come up with some solutions if there's any um, adjustments that need to be made. And of course, that's, you know, no cost, no obligation. You don't have to move forward with them. Um, but, you know, knowledge is power. And our whole goal with this show is to provide encouragement for employees to take hold of their um, their benefits and own them. 
Yeah. You know, you guys get them. Let's let's make sure that that they're working the best for you. You you mentioned knowledge is power. I just interviewed a a federal retiree who had retired in June of 2020. So as of this recording, it's what four months later or so. Yeah, five and, months ago. And and I said, okay, what's one piece of advice that you have for someone who's going to retire? She said, learn, learn as much as you can, get all the information that you can. Um, and just how important that is because she had a really overall, a really simple retirement, but it didn't turn out simple. I mean, it was, it got complicated and she thought it was going to be basic, but she ran into problems with HR and OPM and trying to do some things that should have been done a long time ago that, that weren't. So again, knowledge is power, not only of the rules and laws of your complicated federal benefits, but also mm -hmm. how they impact you personally. That's another right. level of knowledge that has to happen as well. Absolutely. So, okay. Okay. I think we have another question, Kevin. So let's move. <laughs> Where can I find out what I am in for TSP? I think they're saying is <laughs> where can I find out how much money I have in the TSP or how much I'm contributing to the TSP. I think, I think that's what they're yeah. saying. It sounds like they want to, to have that overview and, um, you know, just generally be able to have that knowledge about their TSP. Um, and that's very simple. You just go to tsp.gov and you can, um, you know, get a login there. Um, there might be a couple of steps that you have to go through. If you have any questions, you know, call the TSP number, um, select option three, and um, that should be able to get you to, to a, a live person who can be able to answer any questions that you might have and um, <laughs> should I think be it, able to. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's great how you know what option. <laughs> I, okay, listen. You've done this so much that you know the options. Okay, one is for this, two is for this, three is for this. It just cracks me up. I don't know. You're working with employees, which I was, you know, a few years ago. Then I had to help them um, get into how do I get my TSP information? This is actually not an uncommon question. You would think that people huh. would, you know, know how to do this and it would be easy, um, but it's not. It's like many other federal government things. Um, it, it can get complicated. Um, yeah. So anyways. So good. Yes. So again, <laughs> Dial to, the 1-800 number and press option three if you want to talk to a black person. There you go. So if, if, you don't, if you want to know what the other options are for or how to do other things in your TSP, <laughs> one thing you can do, obviously, is go to fenababble.com and sign up and we will get you to one of our the advisors in our trusted network and they're going to answer all the questions for you and they're going to do this report actually cassie does the report and cassie will do a report for you and then yep. the advisor will go over it with you and explain it all to you no cost no obligation no sales pitch just knowledge is basically what it is that's right that's right um and you know also, please like and subscribe, share um, w share this video, follow us on uh, Facebook and subscribe to YouTube and uh, just help us to, you know, get the word out there and, and be others who are in your situation who have lots of questions um, about what happens to their benefits. And thank you guys for watching. Take care.